0: So, Zelda's role in holding Ganon back inside this organic-looking sack, there is definitely some womb imagery going on, I think. You're just getting right into it. I think that Zelda uh, is gestating Calamity Ganon in a way. You're getting straight into it there. And um, it's a very strange, but I think a very uh, vivid uh, role, uh, a a very strange and vivid way to bring Zelda's uh, femininity into her power to seal evil.
1: I hate this. And yet, can you deny it? I hate this way we're starting this podcast. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I mean, you could read that into anything, I guess.
0: No, you can only read it into things where A lady character contains a monster inside a gooey sack for a hundred years. I guess. So, Zack finished the game. Yeah? He went to Hyrule Castle. Did you approach the the throne room in like a cool way, or did you just warp there and get there as fast as you could?
1: So, I... No, I didn't warp there. I was at my house. With my motorcycle, and so I saddled up my motorcycle and rode to Hyrule Castle.
0: Okay, cool. That's rad. Yeah. Did you, so fun. did you ride, you rode the
1: motorcycle through the gate that
0: you have to open with Magnesis?
1: Yeah, I had to open it, stop and open it, then opened it up, and then went as far I as feel I feel like could. I
0: did that exact thing at some point.
1: I uh, got as far as I could and then started just scaling walls. Sure. Uh, used some Revali's Gale, fought a Moblin. The normal stuff you normally do. Mm-hmm. um, And then I went and went to the Sanctum, which is the like throne room area of Hyrule Castle. Yeah, they That's don't where call Ganon's it throne hanging throne. out. That's where the, the the guy is hanging out. In that sack.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, they call it a cocoon, I think. Like, do they so
0: actually it, use a word
1: to describe it? I think it's in the description for Calamity Ganon. No, it's just in creating a champion. They call it a cocoon. Oh, interesting. Cocoon notably. Oh, hold on. Let me double check this real quick. Okay, no, we're fine. Cocoon notably not associated with femininity. Uh, <laughs> Just saying. Sure. <laughs> um, now, you beat all the divine beasts, so you didn't have to fight any of the blights. So, yeah, ordinarily, or I guess not ordinarily, if you rush street here at the beginning of the game you can get Uh into this boss fight but a bunch of the 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 various blight ganons in the game will come out and fight you one by one and when
0: i did this um the first time i had done everything except for the camel and so i only had to fight thunder blight ganon and it was kind of miserable but probably more convenient than fighting it inside Von Naboris. Yeah, it's probably a better
1: better level to do that in.
0: But it's like double punishing you because not only do you have to fight this boss that you tried to skip, but um, you don't get as much HP shaved off by, well, let's explain what happened. So like when you went in there, you just go in there and Zelda says, I can't hold this thing in any longer, like you say about cocoons. Correct. And the floor, or like, she, the, the sack drops.
1: Well, a laser shoots out of it, and then oh, yeah. a bunch of lasers shoot out of it, and like, cut up the floor.
0: Okay, okay. And
1: then, out popping from the cocoon is Calamity Ganon itself, which is a, a lot to take in. Yes. It's like an eight-legged creature, but like, the back... The two back legs are guardian legs, but the rest of the legs are weird, like, malice-covered appendages. Mm-hmm. They're holding various weapons. They and seem then, to
0: have all the weapons of the Blights, right?
1: I, I couldn't even catalog it, but there's just a whole I'm bunch of I'm pretty sure it weapons. has,
0: like, a big axe, a big spear, a gun, and...
1: It definitely has a gun. Whatever and then, the fourth one is. Like, the front of it... It's like a sword. It's like a centaur. uh uh-huh. It's like a like a human torso,
0: a centaurpede.
1: And then it has this vaguely ganon looking head.
0: A gannendorf looking head.
1: Ga- or, yeah, sorry. Vaguely ganondorf looking head with the big mane of red hair. It's uh, uh it's really nasty. creepy. It's nasty. It's gross. You see those
0: um concept like a bug art drawings for a what the, <laughs> what the uh, guardians might have looked like, you know, and they're all kind of terrifying and geeker esque, mm. and in, then in the game the guardians are basically like cool Japanese statues almost. Well, and this then this the, guy has all the creepiness of
1: the guardians in this game are cool because they kind of end up drawing on it's like a new enemy archetype that in my mind resembles like the Armos statue along with like a Tektite kind of yeah like it's something that could be easily represented in like an 8-bit sprite the way the guardians look in this game in a lot of ways Sure. yeah and anyway yeah this Ganon Calamity what is he Calamity Ganon Scourge of Hyrule Castle
0: oh yeah Scourge Uh, of Hyrule Castle kind of an anticlimactic subtitle
1: he's here it's here but before it gets to do its full introduction, and after you plummet, like down this shaft that's just sitting under the throne room, which is uh-huh. weird, uh, into the astral observatory area, which we'd seen the outside of before. Yeah. That happens, and then all the different divine beasts shoot their lasers.
0: Yes. They, they wait until you've descended into the ground to shoot their lasers at the castle that you're now underneath. Yeah, because they're they know that they can get the lasers to drop into the ventilation shaft.
1: Right. the The Sheikah planned for this ten thousand years ago, I guess. And each one does like an eighth of Clamity Ganon's health bar. Yeah, yeah. And is this where each uh, champion gets a little speech? Uh, it's probably stretching to call it a speech. They each get like two lines.
0: Okay. But is this the one where Urbosa says that she's mad that Ganon took the form of a Gerudo or was that earlier?
1: No, that was earlier on. Okay.
0: Cause I remember it, talking about that and then I thought, wait, isn't that at the end? No,
1: it is not at the end. It is at okay. the somewhere in the, between the end and the beginning.
0: Um, but here he actually has his Gerudo face kind of
1: kinda. It's creepy and bad and the in the correct way.
0: Uh, yes it's it's very effective as a super creepy thing kind of um you know the apotheosis of the little intimations of creepiness that this game has had up to this point yeah um it, it's it's creepier than anything else in the game but in the same way as everything else in the game it's a vi- mm-hmm. it's a really good design is what I'm trying to
1: say-hmm mm-hmm. There's a special animation that happens if you have the master sword, where you draw the master sword, and oh, it's like, okay. and I and I had I had to check because most of the videos on YouTube of this fight are people that have the master sword, so it happens every time. So I had to find one that didn't have the master sword, uh, and it does uh, not happen there.
0: I guess the speed runs. Well, the speed ones would cr- skip the. Cut they're, sk-
1: they're skipping those cutscenes. They're they're after uh-huh. the time skips, but. With the Master Sword, Link will draw it, hold it out, and then it does the power-up thing as it does when you don't have it fully powered up. It'll just oh, okay. fully power up here, yeah. It's, good. it's uh, good. This is a boss fight. This is the one of the last boss fights in the game. One of them. It has attacks that make sense, what I put it so I know. <laughs> It's a lot of attacks that, like, mirror attacks that the various phantom ganons have had um is there a tennis match no well by phantom ganons i mean the phantom ganons in this game the the blights the blights yeah yeah i'm pretty sure it just has the
0: weapons of those blights but it'll also do
1: like summon a whole bunch of ice cubes and shoot them at you Mm -hmm. it'll do one where it shoots a big fire like a, a not a big fireball but like a fireball that'll land on the ground and then cause a big explosion uh, okay. It does the Thunderblight Ganon, one where it shoots all the spikes into the ground that have ah, lightning hit those, which is no fun. That. And then it'll also do melee attacks and shoot its gun at you. But when it shoots its gun, it has a really fast charge up.
0: Uh, yes. it's it, I, I I had a lot of trouble with this fight. when
1: um, I fir- When I first played the game... I had not engaged with the combat very much and kind of forgot that you could reflect shots.
0: Right, 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 exactly. Which proved
1: difficult in this fight.
0: Um, no, I knew that you could reflect shots, but I had never learned how. And so when you get to the part that where they're like, "Okay, this is the now you progress by reflecting shots," I was like, uh, "Can I pr- progress <laughs> by shooting like thirty bomb
1: arrows?" You can for a time. Um. Because halfway Until through. he gets, yeah. Yeah. Ha- so it's halfway through of whatever life bar is left. Okay. Or whatever life, sorry, whatever life bar is left after the Divine Beasts do their thing. Okay. So in my case, I had half of his health gone. So when he got to a quarter health, he went into like final mode where he gets like gold super armor.
0: Yeah. Like someone else I know.
1: And... In order to deal with that, you have to look for, like, openings. And there's a couple different ways you can do that, as far as I could tell. Mostly I would just reflect shots back.
0: Yeah, I think uh, that's what they want you to do.
1: Well, there's, like, you can do that. You can... There are actually, like, very small openings where you could flurry rush. Okay. When calamity e. Ganon does melee attacks. There's also... Okay. There's also usually a, like... Counter to some of the other attacks, so that fireball that it shoots out—if you hit that with an arrow while it's close to climbing again—and it'll the explosion will take him. It will uh, destroy the super armor and give you a moment to attack. Hmm. Stuff like that. I had something else I wanted to say about the super armor, but I forget. It's fun. It's good. Mostly just shooting shots back, which I guess is as closest to a. Uh, what, what do they call the volley thing? They call it Dead Man's Volley. Dead Man's Volley, that's what it's called. It's close to a Dead Man's Volley as you're going to get in this video game.
0: I suppose. Yeah, it's a good fight. I like that it's in the weird um, Astral Observatory. The, the I mean, gosh, you got to think about... like. So there's Sheikah Ruins under the castle. Mm. I guess these might be the... Like, is this where... Calamity Ganon was sealed originally ten thousand years ago.
1: Mm, maybe. I. What's going to happen here on this podcast is we're going to run into a lot of things where it's like, oh, that could definitely be the case, but also that might just not be the case after the next game comes out.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> like, had we done this before the teaser, the that very first teaser trailer come out, I'd be like, yeah, it's definitely what it is. But now I know in that teaser trailer that we see. Gibdo Dwarf. Yeah. That maybe that's just in a room that's next to this room. Who can say?
0: Yeah. Uh, very, very weird. Super weird.
1: I guess that's kind of the implication for this, though. Because Clemente Ganon does show up from Hyrule Castle. That's where the big pillars show up. Yeah. So I get that. I, I would take that as the implication that Ganon, Clemente Ganon, or whatever you have, has been underneath Hyrule Castle this whole time. Which is fun. Um, yes, the, the, for 10,000 years. The evil you've been trying to figure out has been underneath your feet the entire time, which is really good. Yep. You love to see that. Yep. Calamity again. it's a good boss fight. It's not too tough now that I've played a percentage of this game. Uh-huh. And you beat Calamity Ganon, this okay. stage of Calamity Ganon. And congratulations it like becomes like a evil mist and then flies up out of the pit and then you link get teleported, but it's instead of like some of the other teleportation styles we've seen in the game, it's like this light magic teleport. That's clearly like Zelda magic. Oh, okay. That's how I took it. Like it's the Zelda's power teleporting you. Uh,
0: yeah. Zelda is not present for the, like, do we see her face to face? Not till the very the end. Here, sack is opening. No, and yeah, we're not going to see her face to face now. Uh, but, but she like, does talk to you telepathically, yeah. Right, but we we understand that she's inside that sack, um, before you get here, right?
1: It, if, it has if to. If her be body
0: is it. anywhere, what?
1: I yeah, it has to be. Okay, but also um, when we get to the end of the next stage. She, she pops out of Ganon at that point.
0: She pops out of Ganon at that... Okay, so she's yeah. inside Ganon all this time, I
1: guess. She's okay. inside of Calamity Ganon in some weird magical way. Sure.
0: So, uh, but he, you get teleported out. And where do you get teleported to?
1: Pelinor Fields.
0: Okay. No, it's Wait, not Wait, it's Pelennor. not really. No. No, it's, it's Hy- Hyrule Field. That's Hyrule Field in the middle with... It, th- the thing is, I feel like it's a... Is it like the field just south of Hyrule Castle? Like,
1: Yeah, it's a specific spot.
0: Okay. It doesn't feel like that, or it didn't feel like that when I was playing it. It felt like it was a brand new kind of generic flat area, but I think it is the actual map because people have like hacked their way to like, being on the Great Plateau during this battle or stuff like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, it's a specific spot. It's specifically the big open area between Hyrule Garrison Ruins and the Bottomless Swamp okay it's that area where there's like nothing wind veined meadow huh interesting and the the most we open have, area spot they have in the game except for like the desert we have ganon looking ganon now yeah this is big pig guy dark beast ganon hatred and malice incarnate so dark beast ganon is the same name they use uh what do you call it in twilight princess okay and he looks similar to the Twilight Princess incarnation except he's like slath he's way bigger has like a glowing mane and is like slathered in malice in a really gross way.
0: Gross. There's no there's no
1: skin it's just the goop. It he's nothing but goop. Real gross. You get some more dialogue from Zelda mm-hmm. which a lot of the dialogue from Zelda in this last section is confusing. <laughs> yes. And, like, should elucidate the background of what's going on, but just asks more questions? Well, and we have someone here to help. Oh, no, who do we have? We have Tom Ato. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know that he'd done uh, some translation stuff here. So, so.
0: Mr. Mandolin from Legends legendsoflocalization.com has an article about this and how the uh, translation basically mistranslates the English version, like the Japanese version says something completely different. Okay. So um, here's what it says in English. Ganon was born out of a dark past. He is a pure embodiment of the ancient evil that is reborn time and time again. He has given up on reincarnation and assumed his pure enraged form. If set free upon our world, the destruction will be like unlike, well, sorry, it will be unlike anything ever seen before. And in fact, it already is unlike anything we've seen ever seen before, except that it's a big angry pig monster. So the idea that he's given up on reincarnation is yeah, th- that's...
1: messed up. That, that doesn't track with, like, anything? It's like, what do you mean? What? He always turns into a pig. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, the the implication, if we take this uh, text at its word, is you're never going to have to fight Ganon again because he says, okay, I – instead of ever coming back again, I'm going to be the biggest pig you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and if this doesn't work, then I give up. Yep. Um, but in uh, – Clyde's uh, translation of the Japanese version is he's an embodiment of hatred and grudge that arose in distant antiquity and revives again and again, no matter how many times he's destroyed. This form was born from his obsessive refusal to give up on revival. Oh, If set yeah. free upon <laughs> the world, it would result in the tragedies surpassing the 100 years ago.
1: Weird. That's the exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, that feels like a critical error. Okay, that makes more sense. Um, and
0: <laughs> it's funny because just like the basic facts, of, like you know, the that first teaser trailer for Breath of the Wild two, um, says no, he's he's gonna come back.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> like immediately. They, just they admitting that,
0: that that uh, that sentence that Zelda said is false, and um, you know, maybe they'll do a patch when. Batu comes out that uh where it changes Zelda's line here to say um he is he's going to come back again
1: though <laughs> it's just like hastily added on to that yeah yeah they don't even subtitle it
0: um well I guess does does it is, is the voice actor saying this stuff
1: oh yeah yeah this is all voice okay. this and that's why I, you gotta wonder how early they did a lot of that voice work it we we talked about it in a lot of the cutscene stuff about how a lot of that felt completely separate from mm-hmm. some of the other content in the game. So you know that they had the dialogue locked in well in advance because Nintendo was probably really, like, fastidious about making sure it's done the way they want, even if the way they want's not necessarily, like, good all the time. Mm-hmm. They seem very in control of that kind of situation in a way where it's probably very inflexible as to script changes at the last minute. Anyway. Anyway. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad to know that that line makes more sense in the original Japanese because I was just like, that doesn't mean anything. What's going on? Uh, yeah. I feel validated. Thank you, Legends of Localization. Anyway, it's a big pig guy. It's the big pig. The big pig's here. And this fight is boring. Well, Zelda gives you. Like, exactly what you need to make this fight happen. Yeah, She gives you the bow of light. Uh, She doesn't hand it to you directly, though. She puts it, like, in front of you, which is really funny. She missed a little bit. So you have to go pick it up with your horse. If also this summoned is the second
0: bow you pick up, then um, it's after you get the bow of light that it gives you, like, the
1: tooltip on how to switch bows. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good the bow of lights a recurring bow it shows up in a bunch of zelda games where they don't want to do like separate arrow types basically
0: except they do do separate arrow types in this game
1: yeah so they didn't just give you light arrows or silver arrows like they should have um yeah i like how uh
0: ganon needs to be defeated with And sometimes it's light arrows, and sometimes it's a light bow, and sometimes it's silver arrows. And the idea that, um, in some, like, mythic sense, they're all the same thing. Um, it, I'm
1: enough of an idiot old head that it bothers me where light arrows transpose silver arrows, because, like, no, it's silver arrows. Silver arrows were first. And it's not a translation thing. They were silver arrows in the original game. Sure. But and light arrows don't actually kill ganon they just hurt him a little bit silver arrows Pat, are the ones Pat, that actually... there. So the next game you'll get silver arrows and actually kill ganon that's oh, okay. what I, that's what I do. We'll
0: want to give see. up on reincarnation
1: <laughs> finally the horse um, the horse the game, yes the horse that the game picks for you is whichever one is at the top of your list so i did myself a favor getting rid of that really bad horse that i had at the beginning <laughs> okay so runt was gone and so i got a decent horse for this fight good good if you don't have a horse tamed you get like the default link horse
0: yeah a public defender horse
1: yeah there's a, there's like a there's a specific horse model that is like the default link horse model that you just get randomly but it's point. not epona no it's a different it's a different it, type it And it doesn't look cool and you can find this like horse model in you can find horses that have this model in the game and, and get one of those if you wanted. well yeah where do you think they got it well, it's not like they made like a separate like no, canonical no. horse or anything. It's just it's just a color of horse. Uh
0: which is kinda of boring that Zelda summons, you know, this mythic bow for you and the most generic horse she could find.
1: Well, she's basically at this point like, Hey, I'm I'm really tired. I'm gonna do the best. You can handle mm. the rest. It's fine. You got courage, kid. That <laughs> she she's that's the line, but it's better than that and she also uh, yes she also makes a bunch of glowing weak points for you to shoot yeah and that's basically the entire boss fight <laughs> yes it's kind you just of ride down. your
0: horse around rampaging ganon who's like shooting lasers out of his mouth sometimes
1: but that's all he does
0: yeah he can't really <laughs> does he even walk around
1: not i mean sort of yeah like his legs move i don't know if he gets anywhere but his legs move around um, and he, uh, like y- you
0: have to like ride around to this side to hit a weak point. And now you have to ride around to this side to weak- hit a weak point. And then at the end, you need to catch an updraft and shoot a-, a malice eyeball coming out of his forehead, which is a good visual. Very gross. Very good. Um, and so you like, you have to use the bullet time mechanic to oh. l- do the finishing blow.
1: You can also use. There, I, I I just found this out. In addition to the bow of light that can damage these little glowing circles, you can use the bow of twilight, yeah, which is, which is the bow of light from Twilight Princess, confusingly. Mm-hmm. Or you can use ancient arrows. Or okay. you can use, and I don't know how you would manage to hit with this, but the master sword sword beams. <laughs> I should look up a YouTube video of somebody actually nailing that shot because that sounds really hard. Well, how – do you have to do it in midair? You can't. You have to do it on the ground. But then how – like, I thought
0: that they angled it so you can't do it from the ground.
1: There's probably – they show up on certain – on different spots. So maybe there's like one spot where oh, you can to, to do,
0: but the pie but the final blow, they force you to do it in midair.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The final blow has got to be midair. So you but you can't
0: deal it. damage with the Master start That's really fun. Which is um, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, no, adding all those extra little things is very good. Um, It's kind of like using a bottle to reflect the shots or something. Yeah. Um, but, like, overall, the fight is really underwhelming for a final boss. And I've heard a couple of theories about this. One of which is that it's supposed to be easy as, like, a victory lap sort of thing.
1: Like, I mean, sure.
0: Um, but I kind of don't buy that now that I think about it because uh, they would have, like, they would have tested it and um, they would have found out that it was underwhelming and it didn't really work as a victory lap. Here's what I think is the truth. It was supposed to be a Shadow of the Colossus fight.
1: So I agree, and I I tried to look around. I swear I don't
0: think that the, the developers have said anything about this.
1: It feels like that's what it was meant to be, but I can't prove it.
0: Here's the best piece of evidence that I know of. Ganon's feet are angled really weird. Oh... They do not look like if you're drawing a giant hog, you wouldn't have that that kind of slope up the front of his legs. But if your idea is to run up, start climbing that guy, then it makes a lot more sense. Um, you know, these Zelda games usually do a really good job of having a final boss fight that... Um, is the apex or the big, you know, the climax of the main mechanic of the game.
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: And the main mechanic of this game is climbing all over everything.
1: Right. You have a, you have a stamina meter already.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So just like how, uh, you fight Yuga Ganon by turning into a wall or, uh, what's another example? Doesn't matter. Um, you know, uh, Phantom Hourglass has a boss fight at sea, right, where you're on the boat.
1: I think it's that... among the final stretch of stuff, but there's yeah, yeah. A... I, it, it,
0: one of the uh, before you fight Bellum like hand to hand, and mm. he, he grabs Linebeck, um You have to like shoot at the evil ship, uh, so that that does it. And like, it's really too bad that Wind Waker didn't have a good battle at sea
1: are there other examples i was gonna say well wind waker itself you you have to use the counter mechanic oh the counter mechanic yeah yeah exactly um and i would say that like ocarina of time involves you using a lot of different mechanics oh well i i wouldn't i would i I
0: wouldn't even think of ocarina of time in this instance because ocarina of time doesn't really have
1: a gimmick as much well, not in that same way because it was yeah, very, yeah. a very foundational game where they were you know still feeling out how do we make a game work in 3d um spirit
0: tracks had do you do a battle on I don't want to talk
1: about spirit tracks on the podcast thank you uh, <laughs> uh, is there anything else uh Twilight Princess has a very combat heavy final well it has a horseback portion where you're riding around on horseback okay fighting right. guys because you could do you could do horseback like combat in that game which was, like, the first time they'd done that. And then it has a one-on-one, like, sword battle with Ganon, Ganondorf that relies on a lot of the mechanics there, so. I feel like I'm This something really,
0: a really good example of this, though.
1: Probably, but there's a lot of Zelda games out there, so. That's what I'm
0: learning now as I think about it, that there are a lot of Zelda games.
1: But, yeah, this is kind of an underwhelming fight. I would agree.
0: It is, and I think I think that what happened was they were they were trying to do a thing where you climb on top of Ganon, and that turned out to be um, unfeasible somehow. Like, if Ganon, if because most of the time in Breath of the Wild, the stuff you're climbing around on is not moving. Um, it can be like you can climb onto, say a tree trunk that has been stasis and then hit really hard and then cling to it while it flies across the world or like but, a talus. Okay. Yes. Um, no, a talus is a good example. Like it, it, this would have been the biggest talus yeah, and it probably caused like slowdown.
1: um, yeah. In a game, yeah, the game struggles on switch hardware sometimes. Yeah. So that, that stands to reason that maybe if they tried to, make this giant Ganon model do anything other than what other than shuffling side to side and shooting lasers yeah that probably uh caused some problems
0: no I I'm utterly convinced of this even though that I I don't think there's any ever been any official word on
1: definitely an official world yeah yeah word.
0: Um, but you, you do the boring fight and you you shoot the eye and the monsters explodes.
1: And then Zelda pops out of Ganon's head, like Athena. (laughs) And then she like comes down and glows with awesome divine power. Ganon turns back into the cool cloud. Oh yeah. And then the cloud tries to like launch itself at zelda but then she just obliterates ganon with her sealing powers which i guess at this point is just the triforce like she gets the triforce mark and just obliterates ganon just gone poof yes we talked before how we're not sure
0: if this is her possessing the triforce or just the triforce being the emblem of her divine powers
1: yeah unclear yeah maybe we'll see next game maybe the next game will have us hunt triforce pieces I'd, I'd be down for a Triforce hunt. That sounds fun.
0: I think that's the opposite of what you said in the previous episode.
1: Well, I stand by everything I said on that previous episode. <laughs> and I stand by everything I say on this episode.
0: Um, There are two holes inside of me. Zelda is very pretty. And she, <laughs> <laughs> um, she talks to you and she asks if you really remember her. Um, trying to tell us that the main theme of this game was memories, which I guess.
1: It's yeah, it's fine. It's good. It also in the preamble to the fight, she's like, I don't know if you've recovered all your memories and gotten back all your power, but you can still do this. Yeah. And so she says
0: that to you, even though you've done all that stuff. That's right. When I played it, it really felt like she would have been saying something else if I had a hundred percented it
1: up to that point. They didn't expect anybody to 100% it to this point, so.
0: But not even 100%, but I mean like <laughs> get all the memories, for example.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Again, they weren't going to go re record any dialogue. So.
0: Is there anything about this game that changes? There is. There is a, something about the ending that changes if you have all the memories or something. But I don't remember what it is. No, I, 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 I think didn't, there is.
1: If there is, I didn't find it when I was looking stuff up. Hmm. Uh, credits roll. Okay. It's a, a, a not very exciting credits roll. It doesn't have like its own song or anything. It's just a medley of songs we already got. And we were talking it's about... is not that Wind Waker ending theme.
0: Oh. Sorry. Or the
1: or the Majora's Mask ending theme. That's a good one. Yes. Anyway, sorry. How much
0: is the Majora's Mask credits like the Super Mario 64 credits? Probably like
1: 100% the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just reuse the same pans. They just put it over different Exactly. Assets. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um but
0: uh we were talking before about the voice of pura because um i think you kind of undersold the point when we were talking about this in relation to the uh end of the champion's ballad uh because like the whoever that voice is of the person taking a photo of everyone with the sheikah slate actually says snap the way pura does so this is definitely supposed to be her yeah um but the lady who does the voice of pura in age of calamity kate higgins is not credited as doing a voice she she doesn't appear in these credits you said no
1: does not appear in the credits so it's either an uncredited role or they just have somebody else doing a take at hey do this as pura for this line read right
0: now imdb says that kate higgins did the voice of pura it doesn't say whether young pura or off-screen teen pura uh but like it says that she had an uncredited role as pura in breath of the wild
1: oh okay well young pura wouldn't have an english voice because that's just using the japanese
0: okay voice
1: actor where she goes genki because that they didn't bother they, they translated genki instead of just having english Puro genki.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Interesting.
1: Japanese. If you say so. And then the credits roll, and then post-credit, you get two more scenes. Okay. The first one is boring. It has Uh, Link Link and Zelda standing outside a Hyrule Castle, like staring at the castle, and then they walk away, and then the ghosts of... Uh, King Rome and the champions are like floating and then which leave. is a
0: classic ghost thing to do to only appear after people have turned away but I guess like we already know that they're ghosts Yeah, like Link has already seen all of them in person right. so I don't know why they're hiding unless they're specifically hiding from Zelda which seems like kind of a passive aggressive thing to do <laughs> None
1: of them were all really that big a fan of her ultimately maybe. What about Urbosa loves Zelda? What do you think? Oh, you're right. About? Okay, I I lied. Erbosa just doesn't want to
0: I can see why Rome wouldn't want to like appear in front of Zelda. That would actually be messed up.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, but it's a boring scene. It's boring. It's nothing. Scene.
1: And then the last scene is pre rendered because Link suddenly stopped wearing the ridiculous outfit I had him in <laughs> and was wearing the like default champion outfit, I think. The blue shirt. And it's a cutscene of Zelda and Link. They're up on that hill behind Kakariko, I think. That like um, looks that oh, overlooks yeah, yeah. that overlooks Hyrule Field. It's a good a good hill. Uh, it's a hill I don't think I visited this playthrough. <laughs> no
0: way. I don't think I it's ever so got there. It's <laughs> convenient to get from Check Your Hero's Path.
1: Uh, did I po- Did I remember to post the Hero's Path to Twitter? I think I finally did. I think I finally did. Anyway, you're there, or Link and Zelda are there, and Zelda's talking about, like, plans. She's back to her, like, normal, like, adventuring outfit. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we gotta go visit the Zora, we gotta talk to the king, uh, Varuda stopped working, uh, which is a plot point that they're dropping in the last 20 seconds of the game.
0: Oh, you think that's gonna be the plot of Breath of the Wild 2? I think they that- They fix Varuda.
1: I don't think they'll fix them, but I think that given that we don't see any of the other Sheikah architecture, that all that stuff is just broken now? Because all the shrines mm. and towers are gone, so- All the shrines and towers are gone? yeah. We talked about this in the in the footage we saw at the E3 trailer this year. All the shrines are gone. I don't remember talking about this. Yeah, they're all gone. But I
0: don't think that's. Um, I don't. I don't think that's because the shrines disappeared. I think that might be because it's E3 footage.
1: I mean, also that. But I'm choosing to believe that that's okay. a thing where like, all of this stuff isn't going to be in the game anymore, and it'll be replaced with something new. Like, with, t- m- with what? Oh, you, you do your joke and then I'll do my joke. No, I didn't have anything and you were oh, going to say Oh, my joke my joke was going to be Tingle Towers.
0: Okay, that's good. Uh I am in for that. I'm in for that. What a terrible series of sentences that was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she uh mentions going to visit the king to talk to her about Mifa to give the king some closure, although he's already gotten a ton of closure.
0: Yeah. But It's too bad Link can't talk because he might be able to help Zelda out in this
1: situation. And then, oh, she says she cannot hear the voice in the sword anymore. So she can't talk to Fi anymore. So wait, she only could
0: for like a minute.
1: Yeah. When her powers like first awakened for that, like couple hours while she was getting everything done to set up the game that's interesting huh it she kind of suggests that like a hundred years of keeping ganon at bay has caused her powers to decline like she used it all up for a while for now but the fact that we
0: diagnosed her powers activating as like her like caring about link so now, now that she's she's like kind of over Link, so her powers don't work anymore. Maybe because she's no longer
1: infatuated with him. And she's talking about Mifa a whole lot. So what's going on there? Huh? Hmm. Mm. But, but like, like that's
0: it. <laughs> whenever someone has powers, at the end you have to establish that. I guess my powers don't work anymore. In yeah. the, like the at the very very end, until the next book. I'm thinking about um. In Animorphs, okay. Let me explain. Animorphs Please. was books from nineties. I remember about these books. Teens who I get never read power th- to yeah. turn into animal if they can absorb animals' DNA. Oh, by touching I remember that part. That's um, cool. yes, it's one of these sci-fi things where this always, always, always bugs me. DNA, just like the idea of DNA, is common to every alien from every planet. Somehow that is like, that's not only the building blocks of life on Earth, but all life is based on this particular molecule. And so if you have this uh, power, then you can touch an animal, get its DNA, and then you can transform into it. But Zach, I want you to know that if you stay in that form for more than two of your Earth hours, you'll be stuck as that animal forever. Mm. Anyway, there was, outside of the main series of Animorphs books, there was a side story, a Gaiden, where the Animorphs went back in time to dinosaur times, and they all absorbed some dinosaur DNA, dino DNA, and, <laughs> um, you know, turned into T-Rex and stuff and saved the day in the past. Then they got back to the p- present, and... They they start saying, you know, I tried to morph into the T-Rex today, and I couldn't do it. And they're like, yeah, same thing happened to me. I guess that DNA doesn't work anymore. And I think it's implied that it's because the animals in question are extinct in this time Ooh. frame that the morphing power cannot access the server with that morph on it or something. It's really stupid. But this is Zelda... Saying, you know, I don't have that power, just so that when the next game happens, I won't be able to destroy Ganon immediately by just activating my Triforce as soon as he shows
1: up. Exactly.
0: But she still has the hots for Link.
1: And that's like the last thing that she talks about, and then the game ends. Wow. And you get a pan out to a field of silent princesses. (gasps) They woke up because she has actualized. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. It's. I mean, it's an ending. I guess it, you know, you can't expect. In a game that doesn't. All, all you know, we talked about all the story of the game is background. Uh-huh. And the actual plot that happens within the game is basically next to nothing. You can't do no, any a, major.
0: The cutscene content is proportional to. The cutscene content of the rest of the game, the kind of in-your-face story, story, story stuff, yeah. matches the stuff that you got before. Yeah, um,
1: but you're not going to get any major revelations. There's not going to be any characters sitting down to have conversations. Considering there's one speaking character in all of this, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: um, uh. You don't have the Majora's Mask uh, pan across the world to show that everything's okay. And, um, I know that this was, um, I remember, like, when the game came out and everyone had beaten it within a few weeks or whatever, um, there were a lot of people who felt like there should have been a post-game where you could explore Hyrule now that the Calamity was gone.
1: Oh, No, that's not what this game is. No, I don't think so. But I thought
0: it was really odd or really like notable that this sentiment was so widespread. And I was trying to figure out what about this game makes people want that.
1: Well, you know, on a surface level, this is a fun map to run around. in. so getting more more reasons to run around this fun map makes sense. Good point. But also there's. I have to think about other open world games where they do give you the opportunity to run around after completing the main objective. Sure, sure. Where it's 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 narratively you will be able to complete whatever the main objective in the game is and then that open world still persists and you can run around and deal with the last vestiges of whatever the threat is and right. get, you know, try and go for
0: 100%. Basically.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that's a mode that a lot of open world games operate in. That they did not want to do for this game. So no, they didn't because
0: the the looming threat of Calamity Ganon is a uh, much bigger, uh, you know, spine to this world than might be obvious.
1: I we uh, didn't even mention, but you're totally right because when you beat. Ganon you get the destroy Ganon quest complete notification (laughs) which is kind of fun but almost kind
0: of anticlimactic because you know I know what I just did (laughs) you don't need to explain that to you don't need to break the um the coolness of the moment up with a you know interface message
1: um it, they're they're happy to they're excited to do that that trick yeah, yeah. they 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 the devs really wanted to do that specific yes yes gag and they're thrilled to be there doing that so it's good yeah what's gonna be the the main objective for the next game it, it will say
0: it, this one is defeat ganon right yeah or destroy so ganon the, it will say is it defeat or destroy i think it's destroy or is it okay. defeat i don't remember in okay two jokes either <laughs> if this one is defeat ganon then the next one says defeat ganon again
1: okay or different
0: that. joke go back in time if this one is defeat ganon then in the next one it will be destroy ganon and if this one is destroyed then in the next one is defeat yeah so which joke is stronger probably the defeat ganon again one uh so i'm People going to cut that. out the weaker joke
1: It's going to be really interesting that they are seemingly using the same map again for a large part of the next game, because I think that could be good, but also I know open world games that have done that, that have not been received very well. You know, the more I think about it, I'm not sure. I I don't
0: know if I believe they're going to use this, a bunch of the same map. I think that seeing that in an E3 trailer where we know that it's still like, in the distant future, I feel like there's any number of things that could happen, and we could just find out that we're not using that map again. For example, maybe they just loaded some of this. Like we see, I I remember this vividly from watching it three times. Uh, we're seeing a Talus with like a a Bokoblin base on top of it, right? Yeah. Um. Maybe they just put that in the existing Hyrule map because they had the Hyrule map handy and they're not actually going to use the Hyrule map and you're going to see the uh, roving Talus base in one of these sky zones.
1: I, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think that the way they framed all that footage shows to me that it's definitely going to be at least in some way going to places on this map. Maybe it's not the entirety of the map. Maybe they, like, block off zones. Maybe Death Mountain erupts. <laughs> and, you just, and you just don't... Oh, we can't get to Akala because Death Mountain erupted. shut Oh, we have... The,
0: wow, that is a deep fissure between this region and that region.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I think the way they presented that stuff made it pretty clear that they will be at least using some of the pre-existing map in some form. And I think that can be done well. I'm just very curious to see how they approach that in Um, addition to, you know, what the new content, what the new content, what the new area ends up looking like. I think that I I still want to say, I think that any good thing could happen. I think we
0: could even get Breath of the Wild 2 and Link's arms are both fine. (laughs) Could be. Wait, was that the
1: end of the podcast? (laughs) No, Okay. Maybe. No, I had <laughs> one have one more thing to say. Else? Oh, okay, I have yeah. one more thing. Uh beating the game makes a little star show up on your uh what do you call? It? Your 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 file, your save file. Sure. And then when you go back in there, you can go to the map screen and the game gives you a percentage completed. Oh yeah. And I was very curious to see where I landed this time. I don't remember what it was the first time I did it. But I was scandalized to find out I was only at sixty two point four two percent complete.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which, for having
1: done all one hundred twenty shrines, I feel and seeing most of the map, I'm like, "Hey, wait a second, what's going on here?"
0: Um, uh, yeah, Zach, the game does not want you to get a hundred percent.
1: I'm gonna get a hundred percent. It's gonna take me a while. <laughs> we will. We will have to convene and do another podcast when I get that number to one hundred. What what are we gonna say? That you wasted a bunch of time finding a bunch of
0: core rocks? Yes. Okay. Uh, we can record that episode right now and I can just release it whenever you get to hundred percent. Well, Zach, why have you called me here
1: today? Well, Ryan. End of podcast. <laughs> Ha, <laughs> ha,